Hello and good morning, good afternoon, and good evening to whoever you're listening to me in the world. Or welcome to my podcast. It's Coach Mark in Manila here from ESLBusinessEnglishExperts.com and Initial-Impact.com. Both of my sites are available to you to support you in a variety of ways, whether it be improving your advanced professional business English, uh, perhaps working on your immigration and career plans, perhaps you're looking to escape your current country and get yourself to a place which gives you more opportunities, a better income and life, quality of living for you and your family. Perhaps you're also looking to increase your wealth. Um, I very much these days fuse my NLP practice with quantum attraction. So if you're fascinated to understand more about how you can use physics, yes, I did say that, using science, the science of physics and quantum physics, mechanics in particular, and field therapy, then do pop down to my link below and request your free first chapter of my quantum attraction program, Bend Like Bamboo. Um, In this chapter, you will also see a bonus chapter relating to investing in the UK and USA property markets. Now, right now, the UK is going through some torrid times, and that's a great word if you're not a speaker of English as your first language. Torrid meaning very, very turbulent, rapidly changing, and not particularly pleasant, okay? Um, But this doesn't mean that from an investing point of view, from an outsider's point of view, it's not so great if you're living there right now, sadly, but from an investor's point of view, an overseas investor's point of view, your money, your value of your currency is far more likely to be worth more against the pound right now. So it's a great time to look at getting into the UK property market and the rental market in particular. So actually to lease those properties out to the student sector, I would still say is a great bet. Okay, because regardless of anything else happening in the sector in the UK, whether it be unemployment or cost of living, international students are still going to universities in the UK and will be looking for accommodation. They've started their courses there and may have a couple of years still left to go. And that's where your property comes in in strategic cities such as Manchester, Leeds, Liverpool, Birmingham and London. But I would say stay away from London at the moment and look more to Birmingham and Manchester, Manchester being my top pick. But if you want to know more about that, then check out my other podcasts or indeed just download this free chapter and I explain more in there and can actually link you across to the deals and opportunities for you to check yourself. Again, if you're more interested in the USA market, there is a fantastic opportunity there right now. Strategic cities, Baltimore, Philadelphia, okay, Pittsburgh. These areas specifically, from my point of view, have the highest potential, again, because of their universities and their concentration of everything going on, GDP-wise and future attractivity. So if you are interested in increasing your wealth, then absolutely check out that side of what I do and get yourself down to those things today and of course my bookstore where you can get more books to read about this subject. So let's go back to the topic of today's podcast. This one is specifically about why on earth should you bother to improve your English? Now for many of my students and clients who are working with me and hello to all of you lovely people. It's great to find you following me here as well. Um, It is amazing how well you are all doing to improve your English. But some of my clients say, well, look, I've reached a certain level. Why on earth? You know, I can make myself understood and my my emails are okay. My listening skills are great. Why on earth should I progress? Well, here's some interesting facts for you. Um, Less than a quarter of the world's English speakers are native speakers, okay? And as English becomes increasingly popular as a second language, you know, this is just going to decline further. 
globalization, as much as we've had a lot of nationalistic sentiments worldwide because of COVID, that will still move forward. Um, it's just the nature of life really here, even if there are you know, declines and then falls and then we rise again. But in general, this push forward will continue. And proficiency in my expert experience, I mean, just this year alone, I've got over 700, 700 clients I'm working with, many of who are using English as a second language. It varies enormously. Okay, and this leads to very different outcomes, particularly if you are somebody who's trying to settle to either live or establish your business in a different country. Um, and what I'm about to share with you comes from research, okay, and also from other uh, experts that I work with. So, you know, recruitment companies, um, HR managers, these are the people who are hiring and firing you all. So, hello, people, if you are looking to get yourself a job overseas, really listen closely. Okay, so when we look at this, it's really important that we look at how proficient you are. Okay, so when we when we consider this, societies that speak English tend to be more open. Okay, this is just in general, less hierarchical and fairer to women. So in general, just on those facts alone, okay, I would say that you really want to keep improving your English. If you are moving from a country such as, and I'm not, you know, casting any aspersions here, and that's a great word if you're not sure what it means, check it out. Google that one, please, or get yourself a free 30-minute session with me at initial-impact.com or esl-business-english-experts.com, and I'll be happy to explain this one. But from your perspective, if you're looking to leave countries perhaps uh, less progressive, um, I'm not going to be picking out specific countries, but let's just say there are many worldwide where things aren't as fair to women, for example, okay? Um, or perhaps there is a hierarchy, a pecking order, so you can't really break out of that. Mainly over, we would say, sort of the Middle East and also across to Asia. We see less of that than we do in Europe and maybe the Americas like Canada or even down to Australia, the other side of New Zealand, all right? Okay, so it's really important that you are able to speak great English because that allows you then to move to those countries which are more open, okay? Like Canada, for example. Um, the UK to a certain extent, okay, parts of Europe. You know, if we look at things, places such as Sweden or Denmark, okay, um, even though, you know, Swedish and Danish is widely used, English is also being more and more used in business there. So it's not a complete no-no and that you can't go and set yourself up there just with English. But I would recommend really the main one at the moment is Canada and I'm doing a lot of work with people particularly those of you wanting to move from Turkey and Japan etc wanting to go to Canada so if that's you hello I can help you um, I can actually assist you with a lot of information about Canada and they've got a specific course that I'm taking at the moment which gives me extra understanding to help you navigate that visa situation and to work out exactly how on earth and what is your best track so if you're looking to get into Canada please book yourself a session with me completely free of charge the first 30 minutes um, and then you can decide if we need to work further together I'd be delighted to point you in the right direction so um, it breaks down barriers having this, this good English okay it gives a good sort of sense um, of exposing you to a wider world and it means that you can make more of an impact so if you're a professor and um, if you are somebody a medic then you can reach more people and do what you love with people Okay. Now, when it comes to learning English, we see, again, there was a report conducted on this, women outpace men 
in English skills worldwide. Um, and you know, I would say it's down to sometimes the difference of how many women learn language and how how our brains work. Okay, but I would also say that that is not a fixed deal. Okay. Um, and when we look at things such as who interacts using their English, we see that if you speak good English, you're more likely to be promoted to executive positions or um, directorships. All right. Um, and when you look at what recruiters are looking for, right, all of the recruiters I work with demand English skills in almost all of their candidates. Um, clearly, it's important, and the best English speakers cluster in particular roles. So, if you're working in legal area, strategy, in specific industries such as banking and IT, you do need to have an excellent grasp of English. It's no good just getting by. So, if this sounds like you and you believe that you're kind of okay with your English, think again. I believe you might want to have a chat with me and let's just check out where your English level is because if you're thinking you're going to get yourself across to work in the banking, finance sector, you know, maybe in Singapore where English is widely spoken, um, or perhaps if you're going to the UK, to the City of London or those areas, even Birmingham, you may be in for a shock because what you think is good enough in your country will not be in those countries. Trust me. And certainly in the UK, I can teach you very quickly and specifically what you need to be able to say if you're working in any of those sectors. So if you're a banker, if you're a lawyer, um, if you are working in strategy, a business analyst, okay, banking, finance, stock trading, whatever, get in touch with me. IT engineers, hello, I work with you all over the world, okay? So do get in touch and I'd be happy to help give you exactly what you need to be able to handle your interviews with great excellence and make the right impact. Now, when we look at other parts of the world, okay, Spain, Italy, France, and Europe, they have definite English skill deficiencies still, all right? So if you're coming from Spain, Italy, or France, you probably will want to level up your English, seriously, okay? Those are my clients from Netherlands and Germany. They're kind of in the top 10, I would say. Belgium, Austria, I mean, really, you guys and girls have great levels of English. So I don't work with many of you, but if you do want to become excellent and push it further, then I would welcome the opportunity to work with you. And then when we look at Asia, this is fascinating. So Singapore, as you say, makes it to the top three, as I mentioned. Um, China and Japan, you guys, unfortunately, girls, fall into that low proficiency band because of just the access to what you've been able to do at school, college and university if you have remained within your countries. So again, Japanese students and Chinese students, I can absolutely help because you guys and girls, if you're looking to get yourself overseas right now, the chances are your proficiency is not going to be good enough. And if you'd like to check it out, as I say, if you want me as an expert, native British English tutor and coach here to check you out and give you feedback, honestly, and in a compassionate way, I'd be happy to do that in a call with you. Let's check it out and let's help you work out whether you are as good as you think or where you need to improve. It's not for everybody, but what I do do is I'm honest with you, I'm direct and I help my students and clients get results. So if you're looking to actually be sure about how good you're sounding, because it's going to give you more confidence, book a session with me. It is a safe space, okay? Um, and just do that at initial-impact.com or eslbusinessenglishexperts.com. Either of those sites will take you to the place you can book that with me, okay? Now, when we look also um, at places such as the Middle East, honestly, and truly, I have to say that's probably the weakest area 
of all of the regions I work with. And it's kind of crazy, it's kind of erratic because um, most of you, if you're from these countries, okay, um, it depends where you are as to how much of an improvement or decline I've noticed. Okay, so if we are looking at those regions, my students in Saudi, for example, okay, um, you guys have a good level of English. But if we then move across more to sort of Africa and Egypt, kind of going a bit further away from Middle East here, but this is a problem, okay? Um, Algeria, Egypt, and South Africa, though, are improving, okay? So I would say that my students from there are doing a good job. Um, and when we look at go across to South America, then Argentina, okay, that has got probably the highest proficiency. Um, so if you were looking to go into Argentina for whatever reason, you would need to have an excellent level of English. If you were going to Venezuela, though, you know, the, the proficiency there is low. So it does vary from continent to continent, is what I would say. But when we look at, you know, honestly, why you need why you need great English, it's this. English and innovation go hand in hand. Um, more scientific journals are published in English than any other language in the world, okay? So there is also a correlation, a connection, between English and the amount spent on research and development. So, you know, if you are somebody who works in either education, science and research and what have you, you absolutely need to not just have great written English because people just think, oh, I'm writing papers, so my written English is fine. Okay. No, at some point, if you're that much of an expert, if you're a professor, if you're doing a doctorate, whatever you are, you may be asked to speak at congresses, symposiums, seminars, conferences, speak at lectures, right? Give interviews. How is your spoken English? Is it as good as your written English? Do you sound as professional when you open your mouth? That's really important. And what is your confidence like? Okay, so if you really feel that this is you, you're wanting to get yourself maybe to Canada to be a lecturer or professor, these are great opportunities. And Canada's welcome you with open arms. But if your English is not great, you're not gonna pass the IELTS test that is required, okay? And furthermore, even if you manage to scrape through on your IELTS, you've got to be confident in your day-to-day -day job and activities there once you get there. It's not good enough just to be able to do the shopping and have basic conversations. We're talking about your technical words, in your IT, your legal sector, in your specific subject, if you're tutoring or coaching. Let me help you, okay? So this is the reason why you need to continue using, you know, improving your English. It is not good enough to just say, well, I'm okay now. My English is passable. I am fine. This is a global situation. It's not going to get easier. It is actually going to get harder as we're seeing, sadly, more and more people from countries such as Turkey, Russia, Ukraine. I mean, I can just go on Japan, right? These economies are sadly at the moment failing for various different reasons, as we well know. And this means that more and more of my clients are coming to me wanting to emigrate. They are looking for career coaching, for interview coaching, CV and resume checks. And again, I can help with all of those. Okay, we can really get you sorted. They're looking to go to Canada, um, Australia, the UK. Um, 
all of these areas, the USA, although the USA is much harder because of the green card situation, but again, if you're trying to get in there, I can help you. Uh, I'm working with a variety of people in the USA to give some options with respect to your possible ways into the USA, but it is not for the faint-hearted. And to be honest with you, Canada, I still say, is your better bet. Um, if you're in Hong Kong, then understandably, the UK would be, I think, your preference because of the treaty. Um, and many of my Hong Kong uh, students are headed to the UK for a short period of time. So uh, the other area, of course, is Australia. It's really popular with my Japanese students. I have a lot of Japanese medics and doctors who have got themselves to those areas. And congratulations again to my lovely medic, Shingo. Um, he is a great guy from Japan. He and his lovely family have got themselves to Australia, so congratulations, uh, congratulations there, my friend, and I hope it's still going well if you're listening. So overall, look, if you want to check out where your English is, if you feel that you know where your English is and are kind of embarrassed or shy about that and think, oh my goodness, I, I couldn't go and speak, you know, and lecture in another country like right now because I'm meant to be a professor, but I don't sound like a professor when I open my mouth, get in touch with me. Okay. If you're interested in just perhaps changing your life, focusing on your career, get in touch with me. Or maybe, as I say, you are looking to attract greater wealth into your life using quantum attraction coaching or indeed investing and coupling quantum attraction with absolutely investing and taking physical steps, get in touch. The details are down below. You can drop me an email at hello at initial-impact.com too. Or as I say, just click on any of those website links, ESL Business English Experts or initial-impact.com and I will be able to check you out in a one-to-one Zoom session. 30 minutes, completely free of charge with me, okay? You've got nothing to lose on that at all. Okay, and the final part of this podcast, I just want to speak more about why you should really improve your English before, before moving to that new country where you're going to be speaking English. Now, learning the language clearly should be a top priority um, and to enhance it further because without learning that language or having a good level, you will be at a disadvantage and may find it difficult to get by in your new home. Okay. Language is the key to unlocking more than just the opportunities in your job, but the culture and traditions of a place. Because with it, you can communicate with locals, learn about customs and make friends. So this is another reason why to consider improving your English. It's not just about your job. It's what happens outside the workplace. Um, many times my clients come to me and they don't need to focus anymore on a professional level of English, but actually how to make small talk, right? How to how to chat with your neighbours. It sounds ridiculous, but you might know how to explain how to, you know, re-upgrade a server or something. <laughs> but you can't make small talk because you don't have that vocab or sentence structure or know what's traditionally acceptable or not to say. So really, it's important to avoid any potential miscommunication and important that you learn the language before moving. Okay, so it removes those obstacles. You can obviously make friends more easily, improve better in your career, and you're not reliant on others to communicate for you. That's really important. I had this happen to one of my students. He paid a fortune, absolute fortune, um, 
for somebody in Australia for him to negotiate on the rental properties and set up things like their car hire cost a fortune because he didn't feel capable of doing it and he needed to go now. Um, so really, I mean, thankfully he's no longer in that situation. We've worked on that, but at the time it cost him far more and it makes it frustrating and difficult to get by day to day. Also, it's a great way to show some respect to the people that you're going to become neighbours with, right? They are the ones. Okay, who you're living next door to, right? And this is why it's important. Also, you can take classes, as we say, so you can improve yourself further, like we said, with the courses that I offer, intensive master classes if you're looking to immigrate, and I would be happy to help you. As I say, you can book that over on my ESLBusinessEnglishExperts.com or just get a career coaching check-in call with me at initial-impact.com. Um, it's also great for you to be able to avoid scams and other problems because if you're not speaking English well enough, you're more vulnerable to that. Um, you might not be able to read the contracts fully before signing it. Um, you may not be able to understand instructions on the product before using it, right? That could be dangerous. So it's essential that you do have a good level to cope with most situations. And also, you can have more meaningful conversations with people, visit interesting places and understand what you're looking at. If you go to a museum and you're not so good with the vocabulary, you don't understand what you're reading about the exhibits or listening to if you're doing an audio tour or working with a tour guide. So that's another reason to do that. And I would recommend immerse yourself in language as much as possible. Listen to music, my podcast, watch videos, movies, reading books. Okay, you will start to pick up the nuances of the language and that enables you to be able to understand it better. But try to do focused, active listening and learning. So write down what you're learning. Don't just sit and passively let this wash over you. I mean, it's okay to listen to the podcast in the car while you're driving to at least surround yourself with just hearing the English language being spoken. But you also do need to make some time, five minutes a day, I'd say, or 10 minutes just to sit down and do some focused, active listening and writing and then practicing it back to yourself after the session before you close that session. Try to record yourself and watch yourself back too, please. Then you can coach yourself. You can hear how you really sound as you're saying it and you will be able to pick up, okay, I'm not sounding as clear here. Um, or perhaps that wasn't the right sentence to put in there, or the structure is wrong, the grammar is wrong, all right? So you will really be able to coach yourself if you can't afford to work with a coach right now. And don't be afraid to make mistakes ultimately, all right? That's what I would say. Everybody makes them. It's part of the way that we learn. All languages have their own set of rules, and it can be, yeah, quite a daunting to try to learn them all at once. So don't worry, all right? Just go with it, go with the flow, relax. Um, don't be afraid to ask for help. As I say, I'm more than happy to give you a hand. You can get a 30 minute check of your language level so I can give you some pointers and then you can go away and carry on by yourself if you prefer to do that. Or you can continue working with me, download one of my courses even better because maybe you're busy and you don't have time to put with me. I now have downloadable courses that you can pre-order and I can help you with any specific area that you're looking for. So I've got courses for IT engineers, for people who are lawyers, um, those of you who are medics trying to do the OET, IELTS practice, and just general day-to-day -day conversation courses, whether it be business small talk at meetings before the meeting starts, at conferences, or with your next door neighbors. All of those are downloadable courses you can pre-order with me. So if you'd like to find out more about those, again, Book yourself a 30-minute call with me. I'll chat those through with you. We will help you fix, no matter what it is you want to achieve, I am confident we can improve your vocabulary, 
your phrases, your idioms, your sentence structures, and your confidence, how you sound, so that you can speak as fluently as this without uh, uh, pausing, getting stuck for words. If you want to be able to speak as smoothly and run through a conversation like I am here with the tone of voice, up and down, the modulation, pausing for effect, and really emphasizing to people what you want to tell them in the way that you want to make the right impact, get in touch with me. I'd love to help you. I always value your comments, your feedback, and anything else. So look, drop me an email at hello at initial-impact.com, or you can check me out on my website. You can connect to me on Telegram and chat with me there real-time chat. I'm a busy guy, but I'm always prepared to try and help as many people as I can worldwide. So don't hesitate. Do not be embarrassed. It is a safe space with me. You are not judged. You are welcomed. And you know, if something doesn't sound right when we chat, it's okay. We just laugh. We say, okay, that's not what we wanted to say. Now, what did we want to really say? And we work it out together. It's a team effort. I'm on your team. I'm backing you. The question is, are you backing you? You are only limited by your own beliefs about yourself. So today, believe in yourself. Take the next step. Check out any of my links down below. Choose what you feel is right for you, whether it be a downloadable course, free 30-minute chat with me, or perhaps just checking out that free first chapter of Ben Like Bamboo and the Wealth Creation Strategies, Wealth for Property Investment as an added bonus. But whatever it is, have yourself a blessed day wherever you are in the world. May the sun shine on you and may the sky always be blue no matter even if there's clouds overhead, they will part. So keep on going, keep stepping and looking in the right direction. I'll see you soon. Take care.